Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome, and thank you for joining us. Got a uh, interesting show. We are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. Got some interesting stuff. What happens if your uh, Instagram account gets hacked? How do you fix it? How can you stream the Super Bowl? And uh, all kinds of other things about our earthquake warning. So, Marsha, how's your week? All kinds of other things. Oh, well, I'm totally devastated by that earthquake that happened yeah, it was in terrible. Turkey. Just terrible. And, and uh, last I heard, 25,000 people were it's dead. It's insane. And uh, northern Syria, it seems, can't get aid because of the war. So it's just all all out of control. And after being one of the people who still has PTSD from the Northridge earthquake, uh, I, I'm just so upset about yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, sending sending all the wishes to those people, but I know, I know it. it, it it's impossible. It's yeah. it's just it's, an impossible situation. Staggering amount of people who have died in that. It's just awful. So, what well, was in your week this week? I hear uh, your I sister saying, had a problem problem with her Instagram account. Yeah, you know the the big issue with companies like Instagram, like Twitter, is when you want support, it's very difficult to get it. They just, for whatever it's reason, impossible. they don't want to do. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. So my sister called me and uh, said that her Instagram account had been hacked. She's a very well-known nutritionist, and she has a lot of followers. She had 27,000 Instagram followers. And her name is? Elise Resch, R-E-S-C-H. Okay. Thank you for the plug. Uh, yeah, she's wonderful. She wrote a book called Intuitive Eating. It's in their 97th publication. Uh, anyway, you can check her out if you want. But she called me, and she's got a lot of, as I say, a lot of Instagram followers. And, you know, this is an example of how, why they hack your account. So she looks at her account, and all of a sudden there are posts on her account talking about how she used cryptocurrency purchases to buy a new car. And they show a picture of the car on the screen. And then they show a picture of her upgraded house that she bought using <laughs> cryptocurrency. I mean, crazy, right? And it's insulting and it's embarrassing. And she tried to get in touch with Instagram. Uh, interestingly enough, I followed something that you had me do with PayPal when I had an issue a week ago, which was write a post to PayPal, you know, uh, but Instagram didn't have exactly the same thing. So yeah. we posted to Instagram. Some, some businesses actually read <laughs> the right. tweets that you send them. Exactly. But others well, don't. But it always makes sense to find the account if you're having a problem with a business and tweet to their customer service account, which usually starts with ask brand right. name or or well, someone cares or something. Yeah. Go ahead. On the case of Instagram, they didn't have it. So I had her posted a, a tweet saying, my account has been hacked. Uh, I need Instagram's help. Please help me. Of course, they never got in touch with her. She got a thousand uh, hits on, on the tweet. A thousand people looked at the tweet, but still nothing happened. She ended up having a friend who had some connection to Instagram who got her a case. I didn't even know you could have a case yes. on Instagram. <laughs> but they got her a case, and uh, they didn't get very far. But this really smart person told her to go to this website, uh, which is a website that's or it's a, actually a YouTube video called Recover a Hacked Instagram Account, Fast 2022. It's a Jared Quackenbush who put it together, and it fixed her Instagram. 
She followed the instructions on this hack. And what were the instructions? Well, it's a video. It's a eight-minute video of of the things to follow. So if you want to, if you want to, if you've had this as an issue, I can't go through all the steps because there's quite a number of steps here. But if you want to watch the video again, it's called "Recovered a Hacked Instagram Account." It's Jared Quackenbush, uh, and it fixed it. She went through every step, and it actually got her account back. And that's pretty good because most of the time you're dead in the water with this kind of stuff. You just can't fix it again. And how and, long did it take her? Uh, I think she said maybe 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Well, and, we'd all love to know the steps if you want to write them down for next week. That would be Well, huge. I could do that. Like I say, it's just as easy. You, you know, you're going to want to watch the video to do this. Uh, but I can look at, you know, I can. I, I didn't need to get through step by step because, like I say, it's an eight-minute video teaching you how to do it. Um, okay. But, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. anyway, so that's a uh, that's how you recover a hacked account. And for the most part, unfortunately, most people aren't lucky enough to have that happen. You well, just... you know, we have to learn to use, and now we're going to talk about later, a lot of the AI Instagram in, information that's on the right. Internet right now. One could go there, and I think that would be it. But we're going to talk about how that will help people in the end, too, because yeah. that's really getting huge, and I, I've dug deep into it so good very very interesting all right so uh, spacex has completed its first full static fire test for starship uh they were attempting to fire 33 raptor engines all at once uh elon musk noted that two engines didn't make it uh the mission team shut off one before start off uh, while the other stopped itself, but 31 did fire at once. So they're going to apparently, I think it's next month, they're going to try to launch 33 uh, of these into orbit. And uh, they so did it. So basically, it, I read that 31 last, when they fired of the 33, lasted the full duration. Right. That's but what I just said. In order for the ship to make it to get ferry astronauts soon right. from the moon. It uh, needed more. Oh, it said the company only ignited 14 of the Boosters Raptor engines last yeah. time. Yeah. So, so it's still got a way to go. This is brilliant. Um, Elon keeps trying. And that's <laughs> that's what I like about Elon. I mean, he puts his money where his mouth is for better or worse. Well, so to right. Speak. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, he's, he's pretty fascinating. In fact, uh, we were just going to talk uh, some Twitter talk. And the latest one, and I don't know if this is the case and how you feel about this, that everyone that had been previously verified on Twitter is going to lose that unless you pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that that's, you know, that people know that uh, that people are complaining about it. I paid for a subscription, and if you click on the check mark on my new name, it says it's a legacy account. It's the it's his ballpark. He can play yeah, he can it however he wants. he wants. If he crashes and burns, he'll crash and burn. Mm -hmm. But it's it's like we say about eBay. You know, I write about eBay, and the deal is eBay makes the rules. You don't want it, you go somewhere else, and people are going other places than Twitter, but. You know, you want to stay on Twitter, you stick with the rules. But they made a new announcement. And I got to tell you, you ever hear the expression on the internet, TLDR? TLDR, no. What is that? Stands for too long, didn't read. Okay. <laughs> and if you put it in front of something you're sharing, it's just, it's too long, I didn't read, but here's what it's about. So you can go ahead and read it if you want. 
So, Elon announced that a tweet can now be supersized all the way to 4,000 characters. Yeah, that's like a small novel. I mean, this is a little insane. Uh, 280 characters, yes, yeah, sometimes it's a little tight. You know, make it 300. Right. But <laughs> 4,000. That's insane. Now, when it appears, though, it does only show a certain amount of it, and there's a link to read more okay. if you want to read more, which helps because it, it's really funny. Twitter tweeted on February 8th, um, more words, more words, more words, more words, more words, and it kept going, 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 and linked to the announcement. Merriam-Webster Dictionary <laughs> tweeted back to them, you're kind of moving into our territory. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, it is TLDR. It kind of reminds me of, remember when you'd close all the screens and you get all the, back in the old days, maybe Windows, I don't know, where you'd get the bouncy screens be, as they'd close up and that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Um, but again, it's Elon's ballpark. Elon can do it. And let's hope that it works for people. But I do see the shining uh, thing in saying you can click to see more and you're not forced to see a full page of some stupid long tweet. I, mean, I think that the, the joy and the pleasure of Twitter was, is and it was originally it was 160 characters. Was that yes. the original? Uh, uh, 140. 140. Okay. You know, it gave you a concise piece of information that you didn't, as you say, have to read too much to get to the story. And if now, you wanted to read more, you could click a link right. that was attached to it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's a lot. I, I, I just can't imagine reading Yeah, a it's 4, turning, character. I mean, like those people on Facebook, you know, because you see their posts and you mm -hmm. have to click read more to read more. And then you click read more and it's a page and a half. Right. Blah, blah. Yeah, no, I didn't want to know that much. Thanks very much. No, or Off. what you had for dinner last night. Done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm yeah. really sorry about that in your life, but no, thank you. No, exactly. <laughs> so I guess we'll see what happens with we'll the, see. right I now. Mean, he's not making a lot of money. I have a feeling the bomber manifestos were shorter than 4,000 <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Unabomber. Okay, so once he announced this, that it was going to happen, Twitter crashed worldwide. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And I'm trying to tweet. My tweets are bouncing back and saying, you've tweeted too much today. And I haven't tweeted too much. And I had tweeted twice or something. And it was insane. Now people say, you know, he cut the workforce. He did this. and But the problem was somebody made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Somebody can make a mistake whether you've got 15,000 employees or 1,000 employees. Somebody can delete the wrong line of code and throw the site into a nightmare. This happens. So it happened. People were freaking out. I actually called someone on the phone and I thought to myself, wow, this is cool. Um, Twitter goes down and I actually called somebody because I never call anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know. He's trying to make his money. He's trying to make lots of changes. Twitter is still is in a whole bunch of flux. Uh, I mean, dropping that 4,000-character tweet idea on us was a bit much, but hey, 
Well, I was just looking. It says that uh, in 2022, there were 436 million people on Twitter. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't know if you read this, Marsha. I thought I saw a quote that said 19,000 people had signed up for the monthly fee. Yeah, do the math. Yeah. Eight, so, let's go do the math. $8 a month. 8 times 12. Yeah. It's not a lot 19. of money. And he's got billions in debt on Twitter. Well, so he question, owes about a billion a year in debt. Yeah. I mean, how do you do that with 19,000 paid subscribers? I think we have more paid subscribers on our show than they do on the Twitter site. So, <laughs> What did you say, 19,000? Yeah. I think, I think that's what I wrote. I think I said— If uh, the, it's 19,000, he's getting $182,400 a month. I yeah. got a calculator I can use right Yeah, now. pretty tough to get to a billion dollars in debt on an annual basis with that few amount of people that are actually paying for the service. I know. And that's why he's working really hard. And he's never not passionate about anything. Oh, no. He's he's a The story is he comes in from working a full day at SpaceX and he and the staff work late into the night. So, I mean, good more luck. power to him. I'm not rooting good against luck. him. I, yeah, hope, he, I hope he does it. It seems like an impossible task, doesn't it? Seems but, pretty tough to me, but I guess we'll find yeah. out. I'll never owe anyone a billion dollars a year. So. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to owe somebody a billion dollars, though? I mean, mm, it's just, no. Assuming that you have twelve billion. <laughs> yeah, assuming you, you have twelve billion. Yeah, oh, right. But the, still, then that's one twelfth of your net worth. Well, there you go. It's okay. uh, that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know how anybody could live on eleven billion dollars of net worth. It just is not enough. So. <laughs> Um, okay, so the new news, every story now in the last month has been about chat GPT, but as usual, you delved into it a little bit more about data privacy. Well, not only data privacy, this is a whole subject. This is a serious subject because obviously they're competitors. And we talked about the fact that Google's uh, founders have come back. And they've got something now called Project Bard, B-A-R-D. Mm-hmm. Bard is a reference to uh, William Shakespeare. Get yeah, it, get the Bard. It, get it. Yeah, the Bard. So it made a factual error when they did the first demo, which was sad. <laughs> <laughs> but again, this is all experimental. We're all part of a major, not even, well, I guess it's beta, but... Now, Microsoft also has the new Bing, and I'm going to go mm-hmm. into details on all of these. Uh, and Chat GTP from OpenAI, AI, which Microsoft invested heavily, heavily into, um, the three of them. And plus, you know, everybody is making now uh, dating AI, you know, should, should I date this guy? This is this. But the bottom line, the truth is, Chat GPT generates bullshit. Mm-hmm. It makes stuff up. I mean, if you're really trying to do factual data, uh, Chat GPT was f- trained on information that was available up to the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened since 2021. Yeah, a, a lot happens every day. Which says to me, that gives Bing and Google a real step ahead. Now, I mean, there's still some great uses for chat GPT, like 
you know, write me an email telling my boss I have a doctor's appointment today and I can't make it and whatever. Uh, things like that. Yeah, it's great for that. And of course, always edit it before you send it to anybody because it is written in a way that is basically robotic. But what I did, and this was interesting, um, and I tested it with several different people. I went to Bing and it said, you know, get on the list, sign in and get on the list. So I signed in to get on the list. And then it says, okay, we'll let you know. And I said, well, that's BS. Um, you don't let me know. I closed my browser window and I was in Edge, the Microsoft browser. And then when I came back, I just typed in bing.com. <laughs> and I got in. It was real simple. So I gave it a head-to-head -head thing. Tell me all you know about Marsha Collier. Mm -hmm. And then tell me all you know about some other people. From chat GPT, I got a paragraph or two, which clearly read like a bad PR bio that was obviously I could show, uh, since I knew my bios on the internet, a lot of it was taken from Wikipedia, which as we all know, is not the most accurate thing right. on the planet. But when I said the same query in the Bing browser, holy cow, I couldn't believe it. I got two pa two printed pages. So, I mean, this was a long page of stories that zeroed, you know, internet links that zeroed directly to the question I asked. There were things that I didn't even know were on the internet. That was amazing. I haven't tried it with the Google quite yet because, you know, I <laughs> uh, haven't had time to do all that. I mean, it's amazing. And also, there's not one true answer to every question, right? I mean, one of them made a embarrassing mistake, incorrectly naming U.S. presidents as members of the KKK. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, to advising someone suffering from a seizure should be held down on the floor, which is like the opposite of, of what you should do. Mm -hmm. So remember these chatbots are learning. Um, interesting, there's a thing called NORA, N-O-R-A, that's an acronym for No One Right Answer. And that's where Bing's AI interface shines because it footnotes its sources. You know, you know the week, you know the date that that information came out on the internet. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of huge. So I think there's going to be a major battle between Microsoft and – well, duh. Oh, for <laughs> wow, sure. Wow, yeah. I'm a real futurist on that one, right? <laughs> oh, uh, because Microsoft technically has bought – chat gpt so if they can take the creativity of chat gpt mm -hmm. and meld it with the real-time information on bing that that's great i mean that's incredible yeah that, that it's, a, it's a fascinating thing I, I think we're all going to be looking forward to figuring out whether we want to use it or not but uh, well i we'll think see, everybody's going to use it if you use search you won't be able to not use it because uh, yeah. it's going to be built into the search engines well, there you go. I guess we'll see how that all goes. Um, okay, so fiber optics, which unfortunately I don't have in my neighborhood, it apparently can give you earthquake warnings. 
Yeah, is that cool or what? Yeah. I, I saw this in Wired. Quote, by firing lasers through underground fibers, scientists can detect seismic waves and perhaps improve alerts, giving people time to prepare. Now, that would be huge. And just so you know, we know this. We live in Southern California. Right. If we have one minute notice, we can get safe. We know what to do. We know to get away from buildings. We know, They tell you not to go outside. Sorry. <laughs> if yeah, I right. have an area outside that there's nothing that could fall on my head, mm-hmm. you know, nothing taller than me, I'm going outside. And there's also that zone, I guess they call it the safety zone or something, next to your bed. If you get up close to your bed and it's at an angle that if the ceiling falls down, you know, it'll fall at an angle over your bed. Mm-hmm. And you'll be safe there. All you need, the sooner you find out, the better. So they're testing this, and supposedly it won't damage the telecommunications equipment. It'll work right on top of it. So I think this is kind of brilliant. You know, they're talking about shake alert, um, which kind of works. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we have you really had anything? We haven't had oh, knock wood, say prayer. Don't we say haven't that. Had, don't, yeah, we're, right. not to... we're not even going to say it. Yeah, we don't want to put that voodoo out there. <laughs> Although my uh, earthquake insurance expires, is, <laughs> oh. it's going to happen. It's got to happen before then. Okay, great. <laughs> Excuse me. But they, uh, oh, the deductible on that is insane. Am I right or oh, am yeah, I right? It's... The de- you oh, could yeah, build a ridiculous. house on the deductible on the yeah, insurance, that's true. Uh, and it doesn't cover this, and it doesn't cover it doesn't cover uh, cracked stucco. If you have struck stucco on the front of your house, it doesn't cover that. Right. <laughs> so anyway, to be able to know ahead of time, this is brilliant and a great adaptation of something we already have. Well, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see where we go with this. So uh, who knows? But now it is the time of the show where we search the universe, the planets, and the seven seas for the buy of the week. Didn't you do that earlier? Aren't you supposed to play the drums after I just I did. Well, uh, whatever. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Don't make me replace, like, get Ringo or something to replace you. Um, okay. So here's the buy of the week. Uh, and this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, this comes from Razor. It's a, a wireless THX spatula audio gaming headset for PCs and PlayStation 4. Apparently not for PlayStation 5, but for PlayStation 4. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's nice to have when you're, when you're a gamer, you don't want to be wired to the TV. And, you know, a lot of people have big screen TVs that they play games on now, and they want to be able to move back. So uh, you get this wireless headset. It's stereo. Uh, it is, let's see, you can have a maximum range of 39 feet, which means you're probably in a pretty good sized room with a big TV if you're with 39 feet. With a giant, giant ass TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's over the, uh, goes over the year. It has an adjustable headband. It's got a 16 hour battery life, which is pretty good, you know, cause a lot of, <laughs> I mean, a lot of video game players get locked to their, uh, games for 12, 14 hours. So it will last, uh, 16 hours. And it comes in black, and it is available at Best Buy today. The normal price on this is $99.99. You can get it at Best Buy for $34.99. So you're saving a whole bunch of money off of that. 
And out of uh, 332 Best Buy reviews, it's got a 4.4 rating out of 5. So, again, it's the Razer, R-A-Z-E-R. It's the Nari Essential Wireless THX uh, Spatula Auto Gaming Headset uh, for PC and PlayStation 4. And, again, uh, Best Buy. $34.99. Save about 65 bucks on that. And of course, if Best Buy doesn't have it, when you look, check other places. Just run a Google search. They'll find yep. it for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So you've been looking a lot and you've been talking about this for years. Hydrogen power. Could we get hydrogen cars? What's the story on LA to converting to a power plant to hydrogen? Well, A, I feel so vindicated. You got to admit. I need to feel vindicated. Yeah, you've talked about it for years. I mean, I've talked about this for years. On my Instagram account from maybe five years ago, even six years ago, I interviewed uh, someone from an Italian company who'd built a power cell, hydrogen power cell, that you could charge your phone with. And to charge the power cell, you just had to put water in. I mean, it was amazing, and I saw it. And in the video, he showed where the power cells would go in the car and the whole thing. And I thought it was worth making note of at the time. But I was a little worried of it. You know, so there's, there is the Hindenburg, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a problem. You know, and people wonder, well, it seems Los Angeles is going to convert one of their largest natural gas power plants to hydrogen. Now, it's going to take a while. Also going to take $800 million, <laughs> which actually, when you think about it, that's not a lot of money for a large power plant, right? I mean, no, right. Um, it won't be begin burning green hydrogen from the start. By green hydrogen, um, it's going to be at a place right near the ocean called the Scattergood Generating Station, which is right by the ocean. So... It will be operated with hydrogen produced through electrolysis using That's solar, wow. using power from solar or wind power installations. So that's what will power the green hydrogen from electrolysis. Now, many of you may remember the Mirai commercials where they'd show the car driving along, driving along, stopping at a light and a little drop of water drops out the back. Mm -hmm. Electrolysis means it's the separation of oxygen and hydrogen. So that's pretty amazing. And there yeah. are a lot of people who are totally against it. They think it's horrible and scary and it it seems well, you know, I kind of thought that myself to be to be perfectly honest. Um but it seems that the reality is the world has been using hydrogen for over a century. <laughs> there is a lot of knowledge of transportation and safe storage with cryogenic liquids. Remember, Ted Williams' he head is stored in liquid nitrogen. Is that blowing up? Yeah, I kind of remember that, yeah. Um, you know, oh, whatever that is. Um, and so it's not a big, big issue. Mm -hmm. Um. Hold on, I got to get something. Can you uh, take you over some here? Jump up and down. Well, hydrogen. You know. So the questions, I guess, for hydrogen is how safe is it? You know, uh, are we going to actually own hydrogen cars at some point? 
which is something that you were talking about. Okay, so thank you. I had to cough. Back to this. The weather is so cold here in Los Angeles and dry. We're not used to this. Yeah. Um, so aside from that, they that gets transported in pressurized gas tanks. Well, when you buy propane for your grill outside, I, I was always terrified of those propane tanks, thinking they were going to blow up. They don't yeah, blow up. Yeah, I agree. Huh? They say they they're safe, they but who knows? Right? Yeah. I mean, but do you ever know one that has actually blown up? No, and that's what people always <laughs> talk about. Right, because yeah. it doesn't. Uh, and it seems that NASA has used and stored millions of gallons of liquid hydrogen since the inception of the space program over 60 years ago. Wow. So, I mean, safety practices are very well established. Pressurized gases are used in a huge number of industries and settings. The world is well-versed in safe uses and all that. And I'm going to show you a picture, Mark. Mark, so you can see it. Okay, we uh, and let me describe it. Let me describe it to the people. Okay, Um, this was a thing, and it came from Hyundai about a car accident with a gas-powered car and a hydrogen car. Okay, with the gas-powered car, the car gets hit and ends up blowing up. Yeah, I see that. The hydrogen car, because hydrogen is a piece part of air. Get mm-hmm. it, everybody? It's air. It's not a foreign substance. Okay. If the car gets hit, the gas goes straight up into the air mm-hmm. like a plume. Yeah, I see. It's very fast burning, burns out, and the car is fine. Interesting. So I, I thought that, and these are photographs. You can find the research on the internet in actual research papers, mm-hmm. but- Hydrogen rises in the surrounding air at a speed of 20 meters a second. So in the event of a leak, it's unlikely to remain near the ground where people are in case of a fire. Mm -hmm. It just goes up in a giant plume. And that was due to a study from Westinghouse Electric. Um, If hydrogen is ignited somehow, not only will the fire burn out faster than an oil or gas fire, but it will also burn up and away. So, I mean... There's your safety feature. The Hindenburg was a balloon filled with hydrogen. <laughs> yes, right, exactly. <laughs> that, that was a whole lot different. Yeah. I, I have a whole bunch more information, but basically the conversion to hydrogen, interestingly enough, probably the reason it's only $800 million, it seems that you can take existing pipelines and existing, if you know how gas storage areas work, And they put a special lining into it that is basically, even without checking it for damage, is going to last for 30 years. Okay. So, so, you know, we're going to assume they check for damage. (laughs) Well, so maybe we, instead of making autonomous cars, which I don't know that's ever going to work, maybe we should build hydrogen cars. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the information that I got was from Hyundai. And uh, there's lots of articles. Just look up what makes fuel cell electric vehicles safe. Mm-hmm. And fuel cells are full of hydrogen. So yeah, there you very go. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I, mean, I think it's interesting. You know, your, uh, your next story reminds me, I'm sure we've all had uh, fun phones, 
you know, I remember having Sports Illustrated. When you signed up for Sports Illustrated, they sent you a phone that looked like a football. Uh, okay, so you got one from Coca-Cola now. This I want one, but odds are we'll never get it. Oh, no. Um, no, it, it is a real th- It's the real thing. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely stunning. And it's a collaboration between Real Me and Coca-Cola. And if you look it up, lots of people have had it in their hands. And it's basically a love letter to Coca-Cola. And I love Coca-Cola. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. It's good looking. Has yeah, it's pretty fun. Kind of the Coca-Cola logo on it. Mm-hmm. And it's a special edition of the Realme 10 Pro, which is a good phone. Um, it's a 6.67-inch AMOLED screen, which you can't do better than that. Qualcomm Snapdragon 695, 5,000 milliampere battery, and 108-pixel main camera. I mean, but the whole thing is the way it looks. And it's just totally, totally beautiful. I think it's... Uh, the back of the phone is basically a 70-30 split with the Coca-Cola bright red metallic logo mm-hmm. kind of cut in half at the edge. Yep. And then matte black for the other 30% with twin camera modules. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool looking phone. But they're, you're saying they're not probably going to make this. Well, and let me just add to this. The icons, the software, Coca-Cola, are all the icons are themed with Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. on the phone Cute. Cute. so it it's really cool if we can get hold of it i'm dying but comes in a beautiful box the, the the whole thing believe it or not it will be released in there are only going to be six thousand of them okay going to be released first in india oh really and then unspecified countries in Asia at a later date. I mean, Coca-Cola is the American drink, guys. We need it here. You know what the cost is, but I can't translate the in India dollars to U.S. dollars. But it'll only be 255 India dollars, which is amazing. Absolutely Sorry, my amazing. My dogs are sitting in the studio. <sighs> um, how do you stop a dog from barking? You just don't. Uh, this does say that you plug the Coke phone in and a fast-charging animation is filled with bubbles. That's kind of fun. I mean, yeah. it does. Isn't it adorable? Yeah, it's a really cute phone. I mean, it's a great phone, and it's going to take uh, all the latest editions of everything. So if somehow we can get ha- hands on it, I'd love that. But I'd even pay green money for this. It's that cute, but... I'm a fan of Coca-Cola. I want my phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink a lot of soda, so uh, well, I don't I do drink like it, it. If I drink soda, it's going right. to be Fountain Coca-Cola. Period. Then, oh, end of discussion. It Wh- can't where exactly be... do you go to get Fountain Coca-Cola? Bob's Big Boy. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of places, even McDonald's. I think. Do I don't. I can't. They have okay. Fountain, whatever they have. I don't yeah, know right. if it. But Fountain Soda can still be gotten other places. So interesting. All right, so tomorrow um, we tape the show, as you know, on Saturday, and it airs on starting on Sundays. So uh, this will not apply to you if you listen to the show on Monday. But uh, how do you stream the Super Bowl? I don't know, Mark. I'm kind of talked out. Why don't you tell everybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, the Super Bowl is um, on regular television. 
So, you know, it's, I don't know if it's ABC or Fox this year. I can't quite remember. Fox. Who, um, Fox. Is, has, is it Fox? Okay. Yes. But there's a, you know, there are a number of ways that you can actually stream or get it. If you don't subscribe to, you know, you don't have a Dish Network or a DirecTV or something, uh, you can use an antenna TV and you can get the actual, if you have one of those little antennas and plug it into your TV, you can generally get one of the networks. So you could probably pick up Fox on that. Uh, you can also stream the game through Hulu, Fubo, DirecTV Stream, YouTube TV, or other compatible services. Um, the There's a service called Phoenix, a streaming service company that tracks the delays in live Super Bowl feeds. Um, and so that might be a little bit out of sync when you do that. But there are, you know, there are a number of ways on the Internet that you can do that. There is going to be a little bit of delay. And I notice this a lot because sometimes I'll watch, say, a Laker game on my laptop or on my um, uh, iPad. Boy, we've got so many phone calls going on here. It's crazy. I'm, t- I'm sorry, uh, Marcia. So uh, talk a little bit more about that, if you would. Okay. So where we're talking about here is the lag. And you're generally in any uh, over-the-air broadcast or satellite, there's a delay in everything. So you just have to be super careful and realize that if you're looking at Twitter, you're gonna, you may see from other people whose delay is not as long as yours uh, what's going on in the game. I mean, this is, you know, it, it's going to happen. And also, you know, in broadcast radio and TV, there's always a delay just in case somebody swears or somebody does something that is not FCC compliant. They can bleep it out or remove it. And that's why there's always a delay. There's not much you can do about it because the delay is from the broadcast side, not from, from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. But so do you, are you going to watch the Super Bowl? The commercials. <laughs> uh, there is one commercial I'm looking forward to, which is the one with the uh, stars of Breaking Bad reunited. That's going to be a good one. That's going to yeah, be a good one. Tostito or something like that. Uh, so overall, that should be interesting. I well, picking, what's interesting? I really... Wait a minute. Before we get off the advertising, what's interesting yeah. is last year it was all crypto. This year, no crypto and good old. Beer is coming back. Booze is going to take over the ads. I hope there's a Budweiser. There is. Uh, there is. Well, okay, I don't know good. if there's a Clydesdale. I haven't looked. But um, there's going to be a Gator, obviously the Gatorade bath at the end, which is always fun to watch. Right. Uh, FanDuel is going to have a Ron Gronkowski Super Bowl ad. So uh, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff. So I am looking forward to the ads and tweeting with everybody. Yeah, it should be fun. They had, I didn't watch it this week, but they did have um, one of the networks, you know, which they do every year, aired the best Super Bowl commercials. Well, they were all on Twitter. And the thing is, I don't like watching them in advance. Yeah, I you don't know, either, be, right? Because I like yeah. to watch them when they happen and be surprised with everybody else. Yeah, but, I agree. But people are noisy at Super Bowl. And they usually, some of the people yak during the commercials. So, you know, just get some sort of bouncy stick to hit them over the head with. Yeah, exactly. I don't mm-hmm. know who the entertainment is this year on Super Bowl. Do you? Uh, no. I, I, I'm 
you just made us look really stupid. Thank you. Well, because we don't know who's entertaining. That's right. I don't know that's stupid. I don't know that. I bet if you asked nine out of ten people, they wouldn't know who was entertaining on the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, I'll tell you in one second. It will be. Uh, what? Can't find it. Rock Nation announced international icon, entrepreneur, and philanthropist Rihanna. Will yeah, Rihanna. Some. Right. There you go. Rihanna See, we should have known that face. instead of making us look stupid. <laughs> Wait, Cheryl Lee Ralph, isn't she an actress? I have no or am idea. I'm missing who that is. I have no idea. Yeah, I kind of that she that she's listed as part of the entertainment as well. I swear she's an actress, but uh, so anyway, so that's so. Uh, do you have any picks for the Super Bowl, or do you even care? But I hope it all works out. What I'm more amused with, <laughs> uh, what I'm more, I hope everybody stays safe and healthy. What I'm more amused with is what the really rich people are betting. I mean, Drake has some huge, huge bets out. Yeah, he could win a lot of money, but a lot of them are proposition bets, you know, on who will do the first whatever. And Right, right. So I don't know. I don't know. Whoever wins, wins. It's always a good time, especially if you can get some friends over to the house and watch it together and have lots of food. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's – I mean, frankly, to me, because if the Rams were in it, which they won the Super Bowl last year and didn't even make the playoffs this year, but um, if I have a team, I'll be interested in it. Otherwise, it's, as you say, it's all about the eating. And all about the yeah. food. Yeah, yep. it's it's all about the eating, and I'm definitely going to be doing that. There you go. Hey, that's it for us. Thank you for uh, joining us. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Super Bowl, and we'll see you next weekend. It's going to be a great show next week. We don't know what it's going to be, but we promise to do our best for you. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Okay, stopped. Are you mm, uploading? Let's see. Oh, my God. Sorry about every the phone ringing, the dogs barking. Yeah, but the thing is, there's a, uh, what's it called, a filter that I set um, oh, echo, you can filter echo it out? cancellation. Yeah, it kind of works. Oh, so nice. Just okay, don't good. talk about the mistakes when they're happening. Just keep uh, going. Over I didn't them. realize you had that. Well, it doesn't make any difference. You're still not supposed to talk about the well, mistakes because I'm not going. I, so you have dogs that bark. It's no big deal. No big deal. Whoa. You broke your dish? You broke your dish. Okay. Yeah. I you don't want that four K anymore. Okay, bye.